Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Companions of the Message. This is Thursday's Thoughts with Maha. Inshallah, I wanted to share another spoken word. So inshallah, like the first one, I will give the poem and then reflect on it. So bismillah. It's the only thing powerful enough to change your destiny. All it takes is your words and your hands risen with sincerity. But know that death comes with certainty and that only with Allah's grace will your prayers ever reach reality. This act of worship is the essence of our religion, with no discrimination between ints or jinn, between your race or your colored skin, between the humble and the arrogant, between Iblis and Adam, a clear fact that both committed a sin. One ate from a tree that was forbidden, while the other one thought he was better than him. They both made a dua, but with different intentions. One wanted to be forgiven, while the other wanted to live to the day of resurrection. This story, it's filled with valuable lessons, answers to our life's questions. The difference between someone who lives for the hereafter and the one who holds on to worldly possessions. The key to your paradise is repentance. Don't you ever dare think that your sins will ever outweigh Allah's mercy for then you are limiting the one who is limitless you are questioning his forgiveness you are forgetting the virtue of patience just know that your lord loves to hear you call for him gave you 99 names to compliment the repentance of your sins dares you to count the benefit of just one blessing yet how many times do we use them against him his will is between the calf and the noon kun fayakun he does as he please fa'alun lima yuri but if only we would read and when my slaves when my worshippers when my servants when you ask about me tell them I'm right there tell them I'm near that I answer the call of the one who calls and then Allah puts a condition when they call so no matter how hard you fall no matter how far you are, he tells us that he is closer to you than your jugular vein. All we have to do is call his name. So jazakumullahu khairan for listening. Uh, so the poem itself, it's about dua, it's about supplications, it's about asking and praying to your Lord. That's the whole concept. Dua began with Prophet Adam salam making a mistake. And a lot of us, we do ask Allah when we make mistakes for forgiveness. And we do ask Allah when we need him. But dua is more than just asking. It's more acknowledging, knowing who it is you are speaking to, admitting that you are limited. The reason why we make a dua, why we speak and when we ask Allah of things is because we are acknowledging we're, we're limited. We're limited in our capacity. We're limited in our success. In everything that we are, we are limited. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is limitless. So He is the one we are always in contact with, asking Him and asking Him and asking. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never gets tired of us. I always imagine when we're praying in Ramadan, there's like hundreds and hundreds of us. And I think when we're all in sujood, every single one of us is making a dua personal to our lives personal to what we're going through and Allah hears every single person in the room how because he is Allah he is your Lord so the concept of dua and I mentioned earlier that dua can change your destiny it's the only thing that's capable of doing that you know there are things that are destined for you there was a woman in the time of Musa salam, and she wanted to have a baby and years are passed and she's married and she cannot bear a child so she goes to Prophet Musa salam, she says you know ask Allah that I get pregnant pray for me and so Musa salam, speaks to Allah and Allah tells him that this woman it is not destined for her to have a baby the woman keeps approaching Prophet Musa salam, and he keeps telling her you know it's not 
not written for you. It's not written for you. And then Prophet Musa salam, didn't see the woman for some time. And so the next time he sees her, she's holding a baby and he's confused. And he tells her like, what happened? And she tells him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me a baby. I got pregnant. And then Musa salam, being confused at this, he speaks to Allah and he tells him, I thought you said this woman wasn't destined to have a baby. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, she kept calling me by Ar-Rahman and I was too shy not to shed mercy on her and giving her a child. So subhanAllah, and this is why it's important to learn the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Knowing the names that you are you are seeking, the attributes that you are needing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, just to sweeten your dua. Using the name Ar-Rahman when you really want something from His mercy really does take your dua to another level. So subhanAllah, if there's anything in your life that may not even be destined for you, what is it going to take from you to ask from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What pride are you going to lose? There is no pride when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are His slaves. When Allah says, Ibadi, my worshippers, we worship Him. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's no awkwardness even when I ask for my parents I get embarrassed I don't feel comfortable asking for my dad my mom my brothers it's just something I'm not comfortable with and they're my family but when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no shame in any of it it's actually an act of worship when you do do it so if you feel like you know you don't have enough time to do the night prayers or enough time to read as much Quran as you can you have time to make dua dua can be done at any time you can be driving you can be on your way walking you could be just sitting laying down in your bed any moment moment of the day you can make dua but of course there is etiquettes to it we mentioned that and i think in the Dhul-Hijjah episode if you want to hear about the etiquettes but also just knowing that there are ways that you can get your dua answered at preferred timings which is after the adhan during the night prayers if you really want to know do you want it ask yourself are you getting up in the middle of the night to ask of your lord for whatever it is you need and it's pretty common that we hear that dua is the weapon of the believer. I don't like that choice of words personally because a weapon is something you take out when you're in fear or when you need it. No, the dua is the strength of the believer because you get to acknowledge you don't have it all and you seek it from the one who does. You're seeking your strength through Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, asking of Allah whatever it is you need. And regardless if your dua is answered, it's always a win-win. Regardless if it's not answered in this dunya, on the day of judgment when you see the reward of all the du'as that Allah was preserving for this moment, you're going to wish that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never answered any of your du'as. Just for this moment, just for the reward of your du'as being preserved for the day of judgment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has given us 99 names. And those names are to complement our du'as. It's not okay that we're just saying, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. There are 99 names to call Allah from. And when you're close to someone, you have so many nicknames. As a teacher, I'm constantly giving the kids nicknames because I want them to feel comfortable around me. And I want them to feel that there's love. So if you want there to be comfort in your du'as, if you want there to be love between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have to learn His names. And it only benefits you. And know when you are calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ask for the best. Do not think it's out of his reach because then you're limiting him. You're limiting the one that tells you to ask and ask, that he will answer you as long as you ask. So do not limit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Acknowledge that you are limited, but know that when you seek from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it does not take from him. As much as a needle takes from the ocean, and that hadith is comparing if all of creation from Adam alayhi salam to the last person ask of Allah anything that their heart desires, that it would be like a needle dipping into the ocean. What would it take from the ocean? Nothing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what he has is limitless. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all he has to say, kun, be, and it is. That's all it takes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So thank you for listening. Inshallah, you benefited. If there's anything that you like, please share with people that you know. Everything that's done on this podcast is by us. The editing, the marketing, whatever the case is, 
it's from us. We don't get any money from this. We just want to make sure that we are benefiting ourselves and benefiting those who listen. So the only thing that we ask from you is to share it and inshallah to benefit and reflect on it and allow some of your reflective thoughts to be a conversation with someone that you know. The best advice that you get or the best lessons that you learn is through conversing with people. So give your friendships an opportunity to be more than just hangouts. Allow it to be meaningful conversations. So Jazakumullah khairun again. Also, I promise this is the last poem for a while. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.